Mira la izquierda. Mira la derecha. ¿Qué ves? ¿Dónde estás? In a world that seems to change daily, what will you do next? Welcome to the Next Steps Show with Peter Vesquez, a starting point for discussion y un poco de dirección. Buenas tardes, bienvenido, ¿cómo están? Si sí, soy yo, your conservative New Yorkan, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to the Next Steps Show for another great discussion. But guess what, ladies and gentlemen? That discussion is going to be between you and me. So, hey, pick up that phone. The number is 585-346-3000. Listen, let's talk. Let's have a conversation. I'm going to talk about a couple of things here, but, you know, I'm going to kind of shift back to the conversation that we started on Tuesday, uh, talking about things like strategy and strategic planning and entrepreneurship, right? We talked a little bit about... Um, Uh, what, what entrepreneurship means, right? Um, things like, well, you are your first corporation that you need to build before you go and put yourself out there with an idea and a concept. Otherwise, well, you're not going to have a plan because you're going to constantly be battling uh, that first corporation, which is you. Um, but hey, you know what? I do want to take a second. I want to acknowledge... Um, all the Monroe County Republicans that came out last night to the uh, nominating convention and, uh, and, and, and casted their votes for all the Republican candidates running this year. I think we got a great slate of people that are going to do great things. Remember what I said yesterday, you know, when I announced that it was happening? Um, you know, yesterday was yesterday. And, 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 and you know what? I'm going to ask you. Whatever perception you had of the Monroe County Republican Party yesterday or the day before yesterday, let it go. You know why? Because we have a new leader with a vision, a vision that incorporates we the people, a vision that incorporates the values, the platform of the party, right? A, a leader who understands that even though deals are important, all those deals need to be in the best interest of the people that we're looking to serve. So, ladies and gentlemen, give Pat Riley a chance. He's Chairman Pat Riley with the Republican Party in Monroe County. If you, if you haven't paid attention, if you're on the fence, all I ask is give him a chance because I can tell you what this man has done so far. I'm proud to say uh, that I'm a member of the Republican Party today. And those of you that have heard me for a while, those of you that knew me before I went on the air, know that that wasn't something that I was able to say then, right? I'm well known for challenging the status quo. I'm well known for holding these party leaders accountable, right? And, and for me to say that, hey, let's give this guy a chance, well, you know what, not, not to uh, think that, you know, my, my voice or my opinion is more important than anybody else's because it's not. But I can tell you this. I've talked to him. I've seen him in action. I've seen the work that he does. I mean, yeah, he's done a couple of things that I'm scratching my head. But I get it, right? Because I don't know the whole story. But when I talk to him, I'm like, oh, okay, well, that makes perfect sense. And that's key. When I, right, when I said, when I talk to him, right? Because I can tell you um, with, with, with some uh, uh, previous chairmen of this party, there was no talking with them. It was them talking to you. And that was it. There had to be this political adherence or, or you were chastised. But nonetheless, you know what? It was a great evening. 
Uh, I, I want to announce that I did get the nomination to run for uh, on the Republican line for for uh, for the county clerk's office. I laid out my plan. Um, there's videos around it. Please, if you haven't, take a look. Uh, I, unfortunately, we got a little delayed with our social media and website going up. Um, like I wanted to last night. That was on me. I forgot to click a button. Uh, but that should be resolved, and we'll put all that out there. So stay tuned. Get involved. And ladies and gentlemen, check it out. Right? A lot of you have called the show saying, we want change. A lot of you have had conversations with me um, and said, we want change. And you know what? I've even seen many of you at some of the rallies that are out there. But I'm not seeing that translating into votes. Now, let's be clear. Right? We need to make sure that we're not only voting, but we're voting for individuals that we've taken the time to look into, even if it's just, hey, let me see your resume. Right? Because to go cast a vote straight down party line, to go cast a vote just because they're your buddy, ladies and gentlemen, look at the situation that this nation, this state, and this county, and the city in this county, the, one of the third large, I think it's the third largest city in this state right, is in. Nothing but crimes. I, I bet you if I pulled up my email now, I can totally go through and list off 10 different headlines of more people being killed. But anyways, all that just to say, uh, uh, fellow Republicans, I, I appreciate your trust and I appreciate your support and I look forward to, uh, to, to, to straining a ship and, uh, and, and, you know, taking us to victory. But anyways, enough of that stuff. You know, Check it out. Uh, I've been talking about national observance, local observance, right? And I have to say, I've learned so much just by researching just this. So I wanted to, I wanted to bring one up today in particular, or a couple. And I'll, if I have time throughout the show, I'll, I'll mention a couple more. But today is, uh, for National Observance Day, one of them is Purpose Day. Yeah, Purpose. P-U-R-P-O-S-E. Purpose Day. The description behind that is... Part of Valentine's Week, um, it's part of Valentine's Week. This day is when people are encouraged to express their love and commitment by proposing to their significant other. It's a day of, uh, of romance and meaningful gestures of love. Well, let's translate that into a bigger picture here, okay? Because I have to assume that most of the people that listen to the show, to this radio station, understand God, country, family. And, and you know what I said, purpose. Oh, my gosh, I'll tell you. I think I guess I need more coffee. Propose the day. P-R-O-P-O-S-E, propose day, right? Um, uh, I was in my head, I'm like, oh, wait, did I misread that? Long morning already. Anyways, propose day. But let's put that into a bigger context because my show on Valentine's Day, I am going to focus on Valentine's. But not only should you consider proposing to your loved ones sometimes this week, why not? It's a special. But it's also uh, um, important for you to understand that when two people come together and you do that proposal and you unite as one, oh my gosh, I'll tell you, it, it, it creates things uh, in your life, a partnership forever that you could just never, ever replace. I mean, yeah, I know people get divorces and stuff like that, but you see, <laughs> excuse me. Oh my gosh, that one snuck out. Um, but you know what, though? When we take the time to look at the individual that we're with, if we can't say, honey, I love you enough to put a ring on it, 
if we can't say, honey, I want to combine resources and get married on paper because it's that important, then I am going to ask you a quick question. And that question is, if you can't commit that way with the person that you're living with, why not? Especially if you've been living together for a while. I've heard people say, oh, it's just a piece of paper. It's not just a piece of paper. It's a, it, it, I mean, I guess in, it's a contract piece of paper. But the fact of the matter is, that piece of paper binds you together. That's a whole level type of loyalty. You know, I'll tell you, when I, when, I, when I married my wife, I was the happiest person in the world. And 20 years later, I look at that piece of paper, and I'm proud of it. Because, well, you know what? What a better way to go into next month, which is, I believe it's uh, Women's Month, um, than to say that I, I have a piece of paper um, that I can cancel, right? It's a contract that I can cancel at any given time. But the funny thing about it is... Um, kind of a pain to cancel, right, you know, through divorces and stuff, which encourages us to say, wait a minute, we've taken the next step and combined our resources. And that's the part where, you know, just kind of trips me up sometimes when I see others that don't want to get married but have been living together forever, and, and I'm like, but why not take the next step? Anywho, let's stop with that stuff there. The other good one that I wanted to bring up was the Laugh and Get Rich Day, which encourages people to recognize the power of laughter and positive thinking in creating wealth and happiness. It's a day to enjoy humor and share joy with others. And you know what? Listen, that goes back to the simple fact of you've got to like what you do. But I have learned over the years that when you spend your time angry, you're taking away so much energy from the ability to be able to grow and reach those riches that you wanted to reach. Crazy stuff, huh? I know. Looney Tooney Peter, I think uh, Mr. Savahe will say, hey, you're a bit of a wackadoodle. Hey, did you know, and we'll talk about this right after break, but did, did you know that you, uh, the, the state of New York, right, Kathy Hochul, has identified 4,000 positions, state jobs, for migrant workers. Interesting, huh? Hey, 346-3000, no te vaya, don't change that dial. Regreso en unos momentos, right here in the WYSL Studios. I said that he was a tease. If you won't help, you better ask me now. So be sincere, convince me with a pretty In the Rochester and Finger Lakes region, one name stands above all others for real estate appraisal and advice. Ryan Murphy and Associates. This full-service real estate appraisal company can appraise and advise on purchase and sales decisions, mortgage finance feasibility, estate, matrimonial, partnership buyouts, litigation, and more for any type of property, both residential and commercial. Ryan Murphy was founded almost 40 years ago. All of our highly trained staff members have at least 20 years of experience. All our appraisers are either New York State certified general or residential real estate appraisers. Ryan Murphy and Associates. Start here. RYNNEMurphy.com. Youth for Christ Rochester needs to grow. Our kids are telling us they don't feel safe in their neighborhoods or rec centers, and they're asking us to be open more. And thanks to your support, we will. 
We're adding a weeknight and Saturday mornings to our basketball program. We're adding a second Arts Academy Friday night. And we're adding a second P31 girls class on Saturdays. But we need your help. $25 per month funds a kid for a year. Give your best gift to yfcrochester.org slash donate. Advertising on the WYSL stations is both affordable and effective, but it's so much more than that. When your business or professional practice has a presence on the voice of liberty, you connect with a patriotic, awake, and aware audience that cares about society, our families, our schools, our values, and our future. And our listeners appreciate you and respond. We can end the madness together. For truth and freedom, the WYSL stations, the voice of liberty. Call 346-3000 to advertise today. Peter Vasquez and Next Step Show on the WYSL stations. Welcome back to the Next Step Show. Welcome to conservative New York. And yep, check it out. Hocus Pocus, she's doing magic tricks again. If you've missed it, listen to this. An internal memo from the Department of Civil Service dated January 12th and confirmed by a spokesperson for Governor Kathy Hochul, outlines that state agencies have identified 4,000 positions potentially suitable for these individuals, these individuals being migrant workers, um, and they give an example. Here, let me share this example with you. The example that they give is Jorge Ignacio, a recent migrant from Colombia who has received his work permit and is eager to start working and supporting his family here in the U.S. I mean, I think that's freaking exciting, don't you? And hey, listen, I'm all for ensuring that, that we help everybody, always human first. But, uh, but you know, a, a few shows ago, I got a call from, uh, from someone who was asking, hey, should I continue to donate to Open Door Mission because blah, blah, you know, all these things with migrants? And my response was, sure, of course you can do restricted fund donations, but why would we? Right. Because these people that are here, um, listen, we're humans first. Right. We can't look at somebody suffering and struggling, whatever the reason is, and say, hmm, we're just going to keep walking because you're not American. Uh, Ladies and gentlemen, that doesn't even fit with what it means to be American. Right. And I understand the confusion and I appreciated that call and the guidance um, that that individual allowed me to provide. But you see, the, 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 the fact of the matter, though, is that this is a little overboard, right? Even though I can understand and appreciate Jorge Ignacio's um, sentiment of wanting to support his family here first, right? But what about, um, well, what about veterans that are unemployed? What about Americans in general that have lived here their entire lives? What about those jobs, those people? Listen, 4,000 positions potentially suitable for individuals, for these individuals, are probably more suitable for people in this state that are, that, that, well, you know what, that kind of need this, that worked for it, that paid taxes at some point, or even if they didn't work, their parents paid taxes, right? But look, as of April 2022, New York City alone has seen the arrival of over 170,000 migrants, the state says, well, yeah, and that's great because that isn't that influx, right? It highlights the potential workforce that we can tap into. However, as of December 2023, the unemployment rate in New York State, right, for the rest of us, 
is 4.5%, which is very comparable to the type of or to the numbers needed to fill those 4,000 state jobs that are being set aside. Now, you know what really gets me too, is that they justify this by saying things like, uh, well, you know, these are jobs that are hard to fill. These are jobs that, uh, that people in America, well, you know, they just, they, they don't want those kind of jobs. <clears throat> you know, I, and I asked them, I'm like, well, how is that so? I mean, like, what kind of jobs are we talking about here when you say these aren't jobs that Americans want? Well, you know, they talk about things like, um, well, um, being a waitress or a waiter, right? Working some of your uh, non-exempt jobs like maintenance or, or uh, what else is non Just, You know, these jobs, that McDonald's job, stuff like that. But, but the one thing that I know is that when somebody needs to feed their family, they're going to absolutely go out of their way to make sure that they get a job to feed their family. And, uh, and if it means that they got to work as a waiter or a waitress, they absolutely will. Right? According to the Migration Policy Institute, um, there is, let me see, as of 2018, about 23% of New York's population spoke a language other than English. Why is that? Well, I think we all know why. I mean, that's kind of the reason why some of this stuff is happening, right? And although I agree, you know, migrants, they absolutely contribute to the economy, especially if they're legal, <laughs> right? I mean, according to the, the state, according to what we're reading, or what I've been reading, uh, migrant workers pay a significant amount of, of taxes. I mean, right? Why, why would we be upset about these kind of things? I can tell you, I'm, I'm not upset about it, but it does, definitely disappoints me because, again, I know people, I'm a disabled veteran, I have fellow veterans that are hungry, starving, don't have a car, difficult finding a job. Um, well, listen, again, if, 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 uh, if they're seeking medical services through the VA, that's, you know, that's got its own issues. And like I've said before, listen, I'll trade my VA insurance for your private insurance for one day. Then you can tell me, boy, that's, uh, that, that's really helpful. And better than nothing is probably the best way to, uh, to describe it. But you see, the whole hocus pocus, the whole trick isn't just coming up with 4,000 jobs for migrants. It's when they do things like, say, uh, well, Senate Bill 2023. It's Senate Bill, uh, oh, S5567A. S5567A. Check. It, it, it's, it's to amend labor law for minimum wage requirements for various industry workers, including food service and hospitality sectors. Okay. So wait a minute. They identified 4,000 jobs that they want to say, hey, listen, we're not going to give these great, you know, these 4,000 jobs that, that come with a pension, that come with a phenomenal health insurance, that come with a lot of different things, right? Uh, they're going to save that for people that happen to get their work papers. You notice it didn't say nothing about entering the United States legally, just that they were given work papers. I want to point that out. Again, this is the tricks that are played in Albany. 
So then they turn around and they do this proposal, um, which is a bill to amend the labor law to establish minimum wage requirements for various industry workers, including those in the food service sector who receive TIP, right? Now, listen, these jobs that they're coming up with are exactly the jobs that we're talking about here. So we, we're, we're saying, oh, Americans don't want that job. We need to be able to increase the minimum wage, right? This bill would require tipped workers to earn $17 an hour plus tips, right? Um, restaurant employers in New York City, for example, they can pay uh, workers who receive a tip base uh, wages of ten sixty-five an hour, right? Provided that the combined with the tips it equals to about the minimum wage of $16 an hour. Um, which works because if you're a good server and you're working, well, again, this all boils down to, to the individual. If you're a good server, your tips are going to be well in most part. I haven't, I, I've met uh, waiters, waitresses and waiters that have said, man, today I rocked it. And the next day they said, oh, I only got like 20, 30 bucks. And then the next day they're like, I double rocked it. I mean, that's tip working. That's why the minimum wage or those labor laws were always a little different. But this magician in, uh, in the state house right now is trying to tell us that, no, that's not enough. And the same token telling us that we've got to take these great jobs that the state has um, that pays way more than minimum wage with a pension and hand them off to people that, I'm sorry, but they didn't pay into the system. Doesn't mean we got to leave them hungry. It doesn't mean, but it absolutely means that we don't leave the people that have, that have worked hard to, to, to get to a position like that and just leave him in the wind. Especially those people that have focused on, uh, on, on bettering our country. I don't know. You know what? It's things like this that just completely uh, just blows my mind. Because when they say things like, uh, according to the Bureau of Labor Statistics, the medium hourly wage income for waitresses and waiters in May... 2020 was $11, which is significantly lower than the medium for all occupant um, than the medium for all occupations. But can you really compare a, a, a job that is based on tips to all occupations? And quite frankly, if I were a service provider like that, I think I would prefer the tips because then I have a little bit more control over money that I can own, money that I can earn by being a great at what I do but yet not have to pay the enormous amount of taxes. And see, this is, again, the, the trick. Not only is she trying to cater to migrants, and, and you know what, there's a lot of speculation as to why um, everything from, you know, where, where the, the, the progressive left is, is placing people here for an insurrection at some point, which makes sense, it's logical, to um, uh, today just want to do one party communist type of it could be any of that right everything's speculation until it happens but darn it sounds very much so like that's what they're trying to do anywho enough of that i want to be productive in our shows i want to give you tools so that you can offset that i want to give you tools so that guess what it doesn't matter what the state does. You are an independent body who is able to grow, who is able to achieve your success. And listen, if that's what the state wants to do, then let, let the state do it, right? I mean, we've got an election coming up. We want this stuff to stop. 
think about those things but listen if that's your flavor if you think that stuff is right if you think it's right to ignore your veterans and and people starving i mean rochester is still the third poorest city in the freaking state we still have the worst school district but yet the highest paid school board we have we we talk about the highest poverty a uh, 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 child homelessness rates here in rochester new york but again hey let's ignore that let's just not worry let's put some billions of dollars into making new york state electric car ready all that stuff and let's do all that well i mean why not right i mean we're spending money on everything else whatever listen ladies and gentlemen we're going to talk strategy the rest of this show we're going to pick up where i left off on tuesday and we're going to start talking about how is it that you can start building that entrepreneurship building that corporation which is inside of you your individual so that these things you can look at and either stand up and be part of it and put an end to it or just completely circumvent it because you handled your business ladies and gentlemen i am your conservative new yorkian no te vayas don't go nowhere and guess what don't be mad 3463000 i'll be right back after these messages on the ws solid studios Can I afford a thing on TV? Deep in my heart I adore ya. Can't get food for the kid. Good God, we gonna rock on to Electric Avenue. And then we'll take it higher. Peter Vasquez and Next Step Show on the WYSL stations. Hey, hey, Bob, let that play for a little bit. Ladies and gentlemen, hey, listen, stand up, dance it out. You know what? Let that stress roll out of you. Hey, welcome back to the Next Step Show. It is your conservative New Yorker right here on the WSL Studios talking to you and hopefully talking with you. 3 4 6 3000 let me know what you're thinking today anyways so on tuesday we left off with, uh we were talking strategy building entrepreneurship within ourselves i was going through some uh some some things on on how to put a strategic plan together i think i left off where we were talking about um well identity shifts in leadership well what does that mean Well, that means that as a leader you've made the decision that life is no longer about you life is about the other person and here the center for creative leadership found that approximately 40% of new executives fail the first 18 months right for a lack of understanding of the shift uh in roles from individual com- contributor to leader Well, you know, what does that mean? I guess if you look at your if you're a parent, I, I you probably know exactly what that means because when you become a parent, it's no longer about you. It's about the child, right? Yes, you have your own ambitions. Yes, you you know, you continue to uh to grow and excel in your career and all those other great things. Until something happens that changes the scenario and you've got to decide hmm do i continue to lead over here or do i continue to lead over here me personally um i mean my career is the most imp- is, is important to me but most important to me is my family so if at any given time i've got a shift over and lead my family that I will but that's not the kind of leadership or the, excuse me that's not the kind of shift in roles 
um, that is causing many executives to fail. Because remember, you are the executive of your body, right? You are the one that decides of what happens, what comes into your body, what comes out of your body, even though the state's arguing this at this point. But you you make those determinations, right? You are the executive. So you don't want to be in any percentage bracket that says, I failed my own internal corporation, right? So when I say shifting in roles in a personal way in your own corporation, what that means is you need to understand that you're either going to be a victim or the one that's following, one of the two, or you're going to be the one that overcame victimhood and are now leading others. That's pretty much the shift. And when that shift happens, you'll realize or you, that, that you made a conscious choice to say, my needs are second to yours. And the thing is, there's a lot of leaders that call themselves leaders, but don't understand that. You hear them talk about, it's about me, it's about me, it's about me. But no good leader out there. No leader that we could hang on to and say, wow, you've made a, consider a considerable difference um, has ever made it about them. Like, not at all. I mean, looking at people like Sheryl Sandberg, the, C the COO of Facebook, right, where her leadership style is identified as, um, as being highlighted for its focus on empowering others. Empowering others. Yeah, I said it, empowering others. You get that? Did you hear it? Because empowering others should be the leader's primary focus. Uh, again, you, you, you've got to be willing to understand that in life, even though you're always looking out for numero uno, right, for number one, you're looking out for yourself, there's always someone watching. And when we look at the chaos that we see going on in our streets, I mean, listen, the politicians can say we live in a freaking utopia. But the fact of the matter is, we don't. And when you start positioning yourself as a leader and you start empowering others, you start seeing. See, this is part of discernment and emotional intelligence. You start seeing these discrepancies, these gaps between those that are saying kumbaya and those that are saying whatever, dude, because there ain't no kumba here. I don't know. Let's look at John Quincy Adams, right? He says, if your actions inspire others to dream more, learn more, do more, and become more, you are a leader. As you're putting your strategic plan together personally, as you're building your own entrepreneurship, your own corporation within yourself, right? These are one of the things that you need to make sure that you're saying, I want to lead. Because the moment you leave that victimhood mentality and you're no longer following, even though a good leader is a follower, right? And you're no longer following and you're leading people and you have a following, you've got to, you've got to, it's got to be something that you decided internally that you're going to handle and you're going to do. Because again, your actions completely impacts the persons watching you whether you know that they're watching you or not so be that catalyst for change be that individual that that said i'm taking the next steps against all odds right and create those well-defined goals and strategies to outperform 
You're soft. Okay? Your, your, your competition here is you. That's the great thing about building the entrepreneurship within your own self first. Because once you've beat yourself, once you've beat all the naysayers, once you've beat all the negative that's coming at you, once you've established yourself as an individual, there is not one person on this planet, regardless of their political affiliation, regardless of their title, regardless of whatever authority they think they have over you. Because at that point, you have overcame and you are now in charge. Ladies and gentlemen, that's leadership. That is where we should all be headed. Gallup research indicates that companies that e effectively nurture their employees, I said this on Tuesday, uh, strengths, their employees' strengths, they see an increase of employee performance by 8%. And I want to reiterate, Imagine, again, looking at yourself as the corporation, right? In my case, that would be the Peter Vasquez Corporation. I kind of like the sound of that. Hmm. I have to consider it for a future endeavor that I may or may not do someday, right? But I want Peter Vasquez to be viewed as, in, as having integrity, as caring, as compassionate, as having empathy, as understanding my neighbors. But in order to do that, I need to highlight myself. I need to make sure that Peter Vasquez has all the tools in place to be able to showcase the, uh, uh, my abilities to be able to do all those things, to be able to outperform people. Romans 12, verses 6 through 8 says, We have different gifts. According to the grace we've, uh, we've been given to each other. Caramba. Uh, apparently, ladies and gentlemen, English is getting screwed up in my head today. See, déjame decirlo en español. Maybe that'll change things. I'm kidding. Anyways, let's do this again. Romans 12, verses 6 through 8 says, We have different gifts. According to the grace given to each of us, if your gift is prophesizing, then prophesize in accordance with your faith. It didn't say in a, the Bible doesn't say, hey, go prophesize in something else. It's in accordance with your faith. And listen carefully. The Bible didn't say according to your religion. And you've heard me talk about the differences and the importance of understanding the difference between faith and religion. If your gift is serving, then serve. If it's teaching, then teach. If it is to encourage, then give encouragement. If it is to give, then give generously. Not, oh man, you know, maybe I'll give you a buck. And surely don't complain about it. That's not leading. That's not helping. Right? If, you're, if your gift is to lead, then do it diligently. If your gift is to give mercy, then do it cheerfully. See, there, that's the basis. Of, look, you don't have to be religious or religion or faith or even believe that there is something great out there called Jesus Christ, right? In order to understand that if you have a gift, if you feel that you're good at something, then darn it, do it to the best of your ability and use it as a venue to lead others and build yourself and outperform, not to compete against others, right? But to compete against yourself. Ah, I said last week that uh, CNBC's best states for business in 2023 states that New York State, uh, I, I'm, Tuesday, uh, meant, said that New York State has improved from 20th to 36th 
um, indicating its uh, its challenges and opportunities and blah, 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 blah. I'll tell you what, business owners have learned to adapt because that's what we do, right? We've learned to adapt. However, the same report also shows that the cost of doing business in New York State, right, we're still ranked at 41 out of all our states. I, I think on this past Tuesday, I mentioned that New York City is a financial and cultural hub, right? Everybody wants to do business there. But you ever wonder why, why it's just expensive? But the cost of living, the cost of doing business, I mean, it, it's, it's, it's horrible. And it's becoming like that throughout the state. And what that does is that it causes a, uh, well, it causes a, a lack of trust. How do you put a plan together? How do we put this strategy together to build ourselves, right, when we're looking at the environment and we're like, darn, this week I need to decide whether I'm going to buy toilet paper or pay the enormous amount of ridiculous money that you got to pay just to form a corporation. Anywho. A study in the Journal of Management Research indicates that effective personal strategies involves thinking in multiple time frames. I'm going to wrap up today's show talking about the planning for life. And this is the important part of strategy and the part that I want you to take away. You're listening to your conservative New Yorican on the WYSL stations. Regresamos en unos momentos. No cambies sedayo. And call me, 346-3000. In the Rochester and Finger Lakes region, one name stands above all others for real estate appraisal and advice. Ryan Murphy and Associates. This full-service real estate appraisal company can appraise and advise on purchase and sales decisions, mortgage finance feasibility, estate, matrimonial, partnership buyouts, litigation, and more for any type of property, both residential and commercial. Ryan Murphy was founded almost 40 years ago. All of our highly trained staff members have at least 20 years of experience. All our appraisers are either New York State certified general or residential real estate appraisers. Ryan Murphy and Associates. Start here. RYNNEMurphy.com. The difference is dignity. At Open Door Mission, we open our arms and hearts to help those in need. We treat every one of our guests with respect and dignity. No matter the road that led to us, Open Door Mission is here to help. Give your support at OpendoorMission.com. Has your favorite pizza place been letting you down? Try Livingston County Pizza Company and Gluten-Free Bakery in Avon. Not only is their pizza amazing, but their full menu and bakery has something for everyone. Livingston County Pizza Company and Gluten-Free Bakery, Avon. Advertising on the WYSL stations is both affordable and effective, but it's so much more than that. When your business or professional practice has a presence on the voice of liberty, you connect with a patriotic, awake, and aware audience that cares about society, our families, our schools, our values, and our future. And our listeners appreciate you and respond. We can end the madness together. For truth and freedom, the WYSL stations, the voice of liberty. Call 346-3000 to advertise today. Next Steps with Peter Vasquez on the WYSL stations. Welcome back to the Next Step show, ladies and gentlemen. Hey, Bob, thanks for playing that uh, one Spanish song as we went out. 
Uh, it's called Ojos Chino by El Gran Combo. I'll tell you, one of my favorite songs out there. As a matter of fact, that was a song that I played for my wife when I was courting her. And later on, she told me that uh, she had asked a friend of hers. And, uh, well, I'm hoping that that had settled the deal. Anywho, um, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Next Step Show. Ellen, thank you for calling. Hi, Peter. I just want to congratulate you on quitting smoking. It's so great. And also for running for clerk. Ah, you heard that all the way out in Avon? I did, and it's so hard to figure that stuff out unless maybe you hear it on your show or somewhere. And uh, Andrea Bailey is out my way. She's running for assemblywoman, I guess, right? And I believe Marcus, so, yep. Marcus last night, uh, I don't know, they named everybody off so quick I didn't catch it all. Is that something you can talk about? Or I know you got a show to run, but... You know, no, I, absolutely. Um, uh, you know, I, I don't have the list of the candidates in front of me, though. Uh, but okay. our congressional candidate was, his first name is Greg. Good guy. Um, actually, I'll make sure in the next show I'll bring up this, the list of all of them. But we do have Marcus Williams running for assembly. Uh, a phenomenal lady named Kim. I forgot her last name was running for assembly. Uh, who else? Uh, Tracy DeFlorio is running for uh, assembly. I'm running for county clerk. Uh, let me see. And then uh, Orlando Ortiz is running for assembly. We got a phenomenal uh, oh, there's a lot slate this week. For assembly. So there's all different districts you're talking about. Uh, correct. Like the 138th, the 135th. But again, I don't have that information in front That's of me. okay. And... I'll let you go then. I was just wanting to congratulate you. You're doing a great uh, job. Take care. Absolutely, Ellen. Thank you for calling. Ladies and gentlemen, I'll tell you what, if you go to the Monroe County uh, uh, Republican, I think it's Monroe, yeah, Monroe County Republican Party Facebook page, you, you, you'll see all those details there. But Ellen, thank you for bringing that up, though, because it kind of, you know, as you were thinking, I'm like, you know, that would have been a good idea to have today. Um, but I will definitely, um, I will definitely get information so that I can answer you directly with a, with a with an appropriate answer so hey i'll make sure that gets fixed although i just got a note that says oh yeah yeah that's right andrea bailey she's the current livingston uh, livingston county clerk yep uh and she's running for the assembly which is uh, uh marjorie burns uh district currently uh, which is livingston county area, uh, area i've heard a lot of great things i haven't met her personally yet i think i'm going to here in the near future uh but andrea bailey i've heard nothing but phenomenal things about her um and i'll tell you what see this is where uh, trust is important as a matter of fact i talked about uh, proverbs eleven three says the integrity of the upright guides them but the unfaithful are destroyed by their duplicity but I have so much respect for, for Marjorie Barnes that when, when she said that she's retiring and said, and said that she fully supports Andrea Bailey's uh, run, that, that was it. That, that, that's how much trust that I think we should have in the people we put in office. Are they going to be perfect? Are we going to agree with them 100%? Of course not. As a matter of fact, if you agree 100% with a politician, shoot, if you agree 10% with a politician, someone's lying and it's probably them. And you're buying it. Right? We're not going to agree 100%. But listen, again, 
We live in a country where you and me dictate who it is that's going to be in office. So none of this stuff, right, as far as whether they're bad or good, none of that should even uh, be a surprise. Because if we're listening, if we're using discernment, if we're building the corporation within us so that we can withstand, grow, right? So that we can be strong in what believe, in what we believe. I've said a million times, listen, we don't have to think alike to come on my show because if you believe something I don't and you can defend it, then defend it. But if all you're doing is talking and talking and talking and you can't defend it, was verifiable, uh, shoot, not anything. Then, then you're not paying attention. And all you're doing, right, is just continuing to perpetuate the unfaithful and destructive duplicity that we see in people in cur- currently in office. And in my case, very much so the county clerks. Anywho, um, strategic planning for life, which is what the whole purpose of this past Tuesday and today is margaret thatcher said plan your work for today and every day uh then work your plan right why well because if you don't know where you're going how are you going to get there is really the the number one type of response that i would give to somebody who says why we know in business right because your your strategic plan for life for you Your strategic plan for life for you is created by you, but it very much mirrors the corporate-style strategic planning, right? Because, again, we are the first corporations in our life. You want to succeed. You want to get places. So let's recap here real quick, right? Let's look at how do we do these things, because I'm probably not going to bring this topic up again for a little while. I know some of you are like, ooh, thank God. Um, But some of you may not. So if you're an individual who's looking to get out from where you are and move ahead, right? If you're tired of being the victim, then let's start looking at the fact and and acceptance of who you are today, right? Let's look at Proverbs 16.9 and say that in, 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 in their hearts, Humans plan their course, but the Lord establishes their step. Now, I'm not telling you, listen, I'm not going to Bible thump you. Believe in what you believe, just believe it. I believe in God. I believe in Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ has given me all my steps. But hey, if you happen to, to, to believe in nothing, just yourself, then get your steps in order. Handle your business. Next step is identifying the shift in leadership, right? Because like it says in Philippians 2, verses 3 to 4, do nothing out of selfish ambition or vain conceit. Rather, in humility, value others above yourself, not looking to your own interests, but each of you to the interest of others. Right? That is growth. That is you growing. That's number two in your strategic plan. Again, you don't have to be a religious person or even have faith to understand that the interest is always in others. And that's how you grow yourself. Number three, recognizing the new, uh, recognizing talents, recognizing your talents. If you can do it, do it well. Like it says in Romans 12, 6, 8, if you have a gift, then give it. Because again, from my perspective, a Jesus guy here, 
right? Some of you may say, oh, that guy is a Jesus wackadoodle. I'm not. I just love Jesus. It's easy for me to say this stuff like this, but if you don't, you could still think it. If you're one of those, oh, we only believe in, in, in love and kindness, and you could only use those words, okay. But it still says that you need to work to the best of your ability and know your talents, right? Ladies and gentlemen, build trust and integrity. That is leadership. Hey, listen, I want you to say it with me. Right? You want to be a leader? You call yourself a leader? Say this every day. Right now, say it with me. Leadership is the beacon that guides me, for it's through selfless service that I eliminate the way for others to find their own greatness. Hey, que tengan una semana bendecida. Nextstepshow.com. Until tomorrow, y nunca te olvides, your conservative New Yorican, the voice of liberty. We love you, te amamos. <laughs>